0: where there's nothing in the middle right because selfishness saying, to me me implies me taking bro we're, not
1: saying, so like,
2: like you're, you're no, we're not saying you're lucifer
0: like if no
1: we're not saying you're lucifer
2: No, no no
0: like if you put if you put on a
2: spectrum freely giving <laughs> <and selfish, laughs> Yeah, let's say selfish is negative five and freely given is plus five. Yeah, five. You're in the rate. negative. We're we, 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 talking we,
3: about the extreme. We can just say
1: zero be neutral, where you know. We can say you're on the on the negative side of you You're a negative
2: 4.98. <laughs> <laughs> four <point> <laughs> <laughs> and don't and now you see he that? Add. They're yeah. going to keep yeah. doing that. They're going to keep doing that. No problem. I ain't got no problem. Somebody he's selfish. That's why he's
4: getting so upset. Right. Because you wouldn't,
1: you wouldn't get so upset if this was something you was battling with inside. <laughs> I'm not, I don't care. I'm cool. doing it. And Eric is now right, poking the things, bear. This is what you call poking the, the bear. or
2: something. Like, I'm oh. out here.
1: <laughs> like, y'all so don't bear, see
2: that. Oh, you're definitely no, no, no Gandhi. You're no Gandhi. <laughs> no, you all act like that. You're not Mother Teresa. I never said
0: I was. But you're, you're not like like even the people on the corner giving what, away free newspapers. is selfishness. I was implying that you're taking shit from people. And no,
2: Selfish me that you think me first all the time 100% of the time it's like me 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 and like yeah, okay I don't
0: have no wife if, or kids who am I putting ahead of myself like if there was
2: six muffins on the table Seriously. and it says free take one you'd be like hmm there's two. Nah, he would take one. He take one. He take, take one. He take one. See, he take I'm taking I'm both take blueberries because I love blueberry and I don't want nobody else to have. <laughs> take see,
0: that's the problem. I will take one blue blueberry. Uh, I get it. You see the extra he put? up extra. He's
1: doing Bro, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, most, that's what I said. They poking the bear. Like then you getting upset. <laughs> you falling into it. Like <laughs> this is something
0: he battles with. It's not something he, I'm battling he, with because I don't. know I don't mind people trying to tell
4: themselves. And he like, am I really fucking
0: He's selfish? not battling
2: with it. He accepted selfishness. <laughs> <laughs> then why I be so pissed
3: off about it?
2: Can, we, can we acknowledge you? it? Because, because the, the word selfish has a
3: negative connotation.
1: Right, it's a connotation. You're he like,
2: ah, braces. It. Real shit. But real real as, shit. as a wise man once says, a hit dog will indeed holler. <laughs> and and andrew been doing hell, a lot my of my yelling God. this whole interview. a lot of
0: My
2: point across, anyways, man. Hey, this has been another edition. This has been another edition (laughs) of my homeboy podcast. Here, I got my
0: selfish, slender homeboy Andrew. (laughs) Yo, what up? Who you gonna introduce? Uh, this is my homeboy Napoleon. (laughs) All right, what's up? What's up?
1: What's up? We are here with my man E Money Bags, and we're gonna gonna have you uh introduce the guest, Mr. 121. Yeah, but I bad. know, yeah, yeah. Y'all right here. Like, what you mean? You sit down. Now you ain't going you so you don't want to be on the podcast? I thought you were selfless. I thought you were
0: selfless.
4: Well I'm gonna I'm gonna let my homeboy
3: Twine introduce our guest today. Today we yeah, got yeah, the he wanted to make sure hey yeah, I want to make sure my homeboy Twan introduces the guest today. I see you.
2: And that that melodic uh baritone voice you just heard is one of my homeboys. Another another what, 16-year friendship we got right here, man. This dude jack-of-all-trades, uh super smart. If you need it done, he going to get it for you, man. We got Mr. MT Strickland in the house. Can I call you DJ MT Strickland, man, cause that's man, the first man. skill I learned. You yeah, had uh, you were back, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You <laughs> used to DJ with man, the vinyl before they had part. the yes.
3: <laughs> I gave the turntables and my mixer away to freaking Goodwill. Why I was moving to Kansas City? Oh, Why? selfless act, Why?
1: selfless act. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes full circle.
2: <laughs> and this is my, my homeboys podcast. podcast. Extra cheesy, man. Yo, this is gonna be a great episode. Uh, I'm back, man. This is my first episode all year, man. You know what i I'm know, man. It's been a whole year. We ain't been able to get to
1: y'all, man. I can't believe it. Finally back.
2: Yeah, man. So uh, man. a lot of stuff done happened, bro. First
1: season of America starting off,
2: ain't it? Bruh, like the, the first four days, the first four day episodes was kind of whack. <laughs> but like it, it came with it and came with it quick, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So... Well,
1: I mean, I think we can just go ahead and get into it. How do how does everyone feel about the is it the storm on Capitol Hill? Is it the march on Capitol Hill? It's
2: the insurgents insurging. <laughs> 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 the
0: <owl>
1: Crackers. Oh <laughs> man, Al <laughs> <Owl> Cracker. No. <laughs>
3: Chris Rock said it. Chris Rock said it. Shout out, Chris Rock. Uh, yeah. for putting that out there. You you are ahead of your time. And that's more relevant than ever right now, unfortunately. But uh, I appreciate all of the people. That, that had more wherewithal, and then decided to run up in there before all y'all that did. It was. Oh, he said, "I had my popcorn." I'm gonna say that much. So,
1: man, so I got I got a question for everybody. So, Capitol Hill storming happened, all that. So now we are going into what happened after. What should happen to the people who stamp storm Capitol Hill?
2: Uh, you, you talking about the people who are still alive or, or the people who just died from? Uh, oh wow, that's a great point. Yeah, because Ashley Bobby said her name. That terrorist, she got shot and died. Um there's a couple other terriers. I don't know their names, but they they got shot. I think four deaths so far. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. I think one of the Capitol police passed away though. Yeah, they okay. killed
1: the Capitol policeman too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people injured, of Hero, course. Never even. forget.
2: Put it put go ahead put a uh, go ahead put him a little statue up. Never forget, say his name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: I love to say this right now. Blue Lives Matter.
2: Yeah. There we go. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just oh, saying, man. right? It's tragic, it's tragic that anybody
3: uh, had to lose their life as always. Is it though? It is. is it, it is. Isn't it? Period. Period.
2: You're absolutely right. I but I will I bad. will say this watching them and learning that Ashley Bobbitt died, I was like, I wasn't I was I was affected.
3: I was about as concerned about that as they were concerned about Trayvon Martin. That's all
2: I can say. I was, I was like probably yeah. less concerned. Like, it was, was like, bad, oh, okay, she concerned. died. I was like, I had an O to O. I don't even think I had an O. Uh, oh, it was just like and unfortunately, and I just oh, because like, oh. you learn. I remember going to the government building to like uh, for like a court case or something post nine eleven when you know they got most yeah, uh, they got yeah. more secure with the building and the bathroom I've always went to in the government building. I turned down the hallway to go to this bathroom right by the elevator, and guns darn near got drawn out on me. So I was like. I was like, "Oh, you don't play around federal building. You, if, if it's a federal building, you do not play around with it." I want to go to this bathroom no more. I will go to the public bathroom on the second floor. My bad. I'm sorry. I, so I,
4: I think one of the saddest parts about all this is you have people like Ashley, Bobby. She was an Air Force veteran. Like you have been in service to the country, and like you are fully educated in like. What it means to be treasonous and all of this stuff, and That's you still word. like you still suppress all of this shit that you've learned in service to the country and did this shit like like where where are these people's mindset?
3: It's a belief, D. It's a belief. It's, it's it's learned behavior. It's your understanding of the Constitution and what America stands for. It's your understanding of what diplomacy and 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 tolerance looks like. Is all of that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, my bad. I, I got to get y'all back to the Barry White voice. Okay. Is um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No. I mean, it's 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 all of that, and and that's why it doesn't permeate through the entirety of the country because it is a learned behavior, and people have different perspectives. People have have different angles on where it goes, and it's nine billion people on the world, man. Anything you could think of, there's somebody out there doing it or thinking about it. So, yeah, anything, anything. <laughs> anything
1: yeah the, I mean the ramifications are great I feel like uh, <clears throat> you know they, they're talking about like currently as we speak as we record this show I think Apple and a lot of people are talking about banning P- parlor. they done banned Trump from uh Facebook as well as Twitter but I, I mean I don't know if this is controversial or not but I honestly feel like those people should be tried for treason A lot of them should be sent to the death penalty. It's like these people have consistently shown, oh, I'm a Nazi, I'm a Confederate, I show my allegiance to all these things that are truly on the bedstone of the ideology are un-American. They are treasonous. They should be tried as like like war crimes and everything. Like they should be shot, put on a, a line and shoot them. I'm not saying we should shoot people. I'm not for it, but I'm just saying like, the law says this. If I'm reading the law. The law and,
2: that he just put back in play.
1: Right. Yeah. that's what, So that's what I'm saying. Like, this this stuff crazy. And I, what I, another thing that makes me mad is I see black people or people on my Facebook, which is a lot of black people. They It's funny, but I don't think this should be funny. I think, like, we need to be serious about this and hold them kind, accountable. accountable. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of alarming. And... The, the, kind of alarming. No, this is... Alarm. It is alarming. Like, my
0: thing is, it happened this time. What's
1: going to happen next time?
0: Right. And the fact that the way the police reacted to the rioters is what was, I understand how they didn't feel threatened at that time. Bunch of people upset at you just rushing. I'm like, that, I felt like that was grounds for
2: like shooting them. I don't think they was rushing because if you see certain videos, the cops opened up the barricade and ran with them inside.
0: Right. It was
2: more so like, it reminded me of a, uh, You know, I got to put everything back to Michael Jackson, man. You remember (laughs) when Michael running with the military guys at the beginning of uh, the Moonwalker Um, video? He was escorting the the foreign out. Yeah, that that was exactly what that was.
1: Yeah, so either they had some inside men, or this was planned, or they're testing everybody with the media or something.
4: I think one thing this shows is, like, for white people, patriotism is, like, it's... Well, not, it's whatever they want it to be. Like, the rules that we've been taught all these years of what patriotism look like, that shit only applies to people who are not white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could be in America, and if you're black, this is what patriotism looked like. But white people, they can just say, I'm a patriot. Like, that's what they were saying. Like, these people oh, yeah, most are definitely. saying that they're patriots and they're, like, fighting for the Constitution. But it's like none of these people are actually holding themselves accountable to what a Patriot is or what the constitution says. It's just like, how does this work for me? You know,
1: that that goes back to what James Baldwin said, uh, rest in heaven. This man was a genius before his time. He said, if a white person says, give me liberty or give me death, everybody applauds him. If a black man says the exact same thing, he is seen as a terrorist, uh, and everything under the sun. And that's what we saw again, again, in 2021, like, are you? I don't know. It's just really crazy to me. I mean, what, 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 what anybody else got to say about it? Because I, to me, my mind is, is so much to say. So many ways we can break it down. We could talk about, yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: the beautiful part is that shortly before that, like shortly, like the same day, we had a general myth that's been held by the black community, righteously so, since Jim Crow segregation and all of the the atrocities that were leveraged upon our ancestors and that's our voice doesn't matter in the ballot box. Mm. That is the only thing mm. that kind of kept this from being an absolute atrocity in my in my book. You know what I'm saying just from the the, the degradation of the democracy. If we would have had a different outcome with everything that was put into this, with everything that Stacey Abrams, shout out Stacey Abrams, for being Spelman. absolutely Spelman. Yes, amazing. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Spelman graduate. Uh, and HBCU. All, and, and all the rest of the staff. I, I'm not as abreast on their names, and hopefully I meet them and, and we can make acquaintance because all of you women, all of you men absolutely did y'all thing in that election. But that at least, it's kind of like you're taking two steps forward. Yeah. To take six steps back. Mm but that also you you also put your imprint on those two steps. So it's kind of like we're pushing against this band mm-hmm. and we made two more steps but went six back. Well, now I know I can make it those extra two. So next time I go, I'm going to make it those two and that's why I'm going to stand tall. That's why I'm going to stand strong until I can make another two. So though this was absolutely depressing and, and just a, a complete breakdown in the systems that they tell us to trust all the time, in in like in the in the father capacity. It's one thing to do it to us, but then to see you completely not do it to somebody else, it's a complete breakdown. this says a father anything. Okay. But we at least hit those those new steps before that happened.
4: But I, I also think that's like why we're like as a community is taking it so lightly is because this is kind of it's also like we're enjoying it because it's celebration of like undeniable proof that what we've been saying for all these years is reality. You can't even you can't even hide this shit no more. White people understand yes. that this shit is real now. Like and it's like for the and I think that's why people aren't that's why we're not taking it as serious or cuz one we still know that we don't have the power to hold them accountable, but we we get an opportunity to sit back and watch them hold themselves accountable. Cause there are some people in this country that are white that are are not racist that Absolutely do have man. some power, and it's like like even with Donald Trump and them wanting to impeach him, like I feel like the Republicans are really going to get on board with that one because they know that he's completely tarnished their image as oh, a as a, a political party, like, right. and they don't want to attract the energy of of like that being what their party looks like, also. That won't give him the ability to run again in 2024 because he probably would hinder other Republicans who actually can serve the country to be able to run for that position. Right. So, like, I feel like they're on board with impeaching him to just, like, let's wipe this shit uh, out of
1: history. So I really feel like Democrats should not try to impeach Trump then. If they, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 why? No. Hold on. To. You got why? to. Why?
3: Because my this has been my gripe. First of all, I made this point. I said from the beginning of his presidency that Donald Trump was going to consequentially probably be one of the best presidents for this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can dive into that if we want to. Yeah. But this next point I'm about, right, about it, the impeachment, I, I and the impeachment, got to. Because I don't want that man getting my tax money. He get two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year for the rest of his life, and Secret Service. They dropped the second impeachment. He's done. He can't run for another office. Can't do nothing. He can't get his Uh. million dollars. Two what is it? Million Million dollar travel expense account. They wipe that out, and that's what that's been my issue. It's like if you're so rich, if you got everything, and you didn't come from the people the way that the president's supposed to, then you don't deserve my tax money, and that's what he's banking on. And if they could take that out, hey, cut his oh, leg. Bro. I'm good.
2: I learned. I learned something. But I did not know that they definitely need. Yeah. And then, and then, if he's impeached, it's easier for him to try him as a citizen. Damn. Okay. okay. He need to go to jail for the stuff he's done. He oh, yeah, definitely incited a riot. Yeah. <laughs> Several, let's,
3: let's, let's not even get to 2021. Let's go back to
1: <laughs> <years> <laughs> before, right, right, I right. The last boys, time we like, was at the Capitol I would Hill,
2: do a life old. you know, last in, first out my mouth. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm
3: saying? <laughs> <laughs> I forget that. It's been so many things. So last yeah. time
1: at Capitol Hill, yeah. President yeah. Trump yeah. moved bruh. a million black people
2: out bruh. of the way last just to take on Capitol a picture. Hill,
3: he went to the hospital with COVID and came back and gave everybody else COVID, bruh. Yeah. And,
2: and, 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 and there was a period of time where if you had like AIDS or you had like herpes and you gave it to someone, knowing that you had it, they would try you. Man, my bad. I didn't mean to touch your mic. I apologize. So the same thing need to happen with Donald Trump and his COVID. Yeah. It was over the last time I was checking in on it, which was in November. It was over 30 staff members that he's given COVID to. That's crazy. And he still walked around with no mask.
1: And I I will say, I want to say, shout out to Lindsey Graham. I don't necessarily know all his political affiliations. If he's Democratic, if he Republican what he done voted for what he hasn't voted for and all that good stuff but I just know I seen him speak and he was talking about the backpacks they had and all that stuff like that literally could have been a real chemical warfare they could have destroyed the Capitol it could have been anything because them folks is already off key like if you a lot of them folks ain't Right in the head, to a certain extent. I'm not trying to pass judgment. I'm not saying this is a this anything against their person. I'm just saying, like, come on, man, for you to go out there and do all that, they they could have had anything on them. They got a picture of a Buddy with zip ties and a gun. They got like the they got a lot of pictures of a lot of people. They could have had anything in there. They anything still could be in there. They got to scan the building and all this stuff. It really could have took down our government, and not necessarily took it down all completely by that. But if a bomb in the Capitol Hill, and then you bomb it. Another country. That's you might as well go ahead and right. attack. That's <laughs> like that's, like what do you mean? That
4: part is the important part. Like if we if we claim to be this big, powerful country and we can't control our own turf, like everybody gonna feel like they can they can come here and, and take over. The perfect time. That's
3: and then time. like it's just and, and the the optics, the absolute optics, cause the the United States, the place where I was born, the place where I've been bred. I've got several generations here. So if anybody is of this country, I am sure you. I can show you my receipts. Um, we look terrible across. Which the you shouldn't. Ocean. Which you shouldn't yeah, have is, to. It, is, it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. I shouldn't have to, but if that's what it takes, hey, okay. I've, that, that's the point of being able to do and 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 move in this society is because if you do decide to jump, stupid, I don't even got to listen to you. It's fine. Right it's fine and I will keep myself out of situations that cause me to have to listen to you because I can do that. You know what right. I'm saying? That's the that's the abilities that, that we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier is not operating in that system well. I'm so good at it that I can leave and come back and shapeshift and do everything that I need to do to make sure that I'm getting mine. And it's not because I have to. It's because I enjoy it.
4: I feel you. I, I think one thing you said earlier that like is super important is understand that these people are not in the right headspace and like that shit needs to be said. Like, that's some shit that needs to be diagnosed. And that's my, that's one of the things that I feel like has always been an issue in this country. Like, we have people who are mentally in broken spaces. Like, imagine, like, how many children watched black people get lynched when they were children. You know what right, I saying? Mean? Like, right. how, how, what type of, like, issue that would create in them like seeing an atrocity like that but they normalize that shit you know what I'm saying they normalize all of these things happening so they're uh, unhealed people like
1: teaching insanity almost yeah
4: absolutely and I, I think to bring up you know Baldwin again like he was like America is gonna have to deal with America like they ain't even gonna have to like they're not even going to have to fix shit with black people. Like they're going to eventually have to fix shit with themselves for them to just exist anymore. Cause at some point all of this shit is going to lead to your destruction, whether it comes from the outside or the inside.
2: Man, I'm sorry. I was sitting here reading two things. Number one, they just released that uh, Ashley Bobbitt, once harassed and chased her husband's ex-girlfriend yeah. and you know they're saying why why she was shot why were you you know ruin her image yeah, it's yeah, like see. oh okay <laughs> you know so now they know how it feels when they try to come up with uh you know george floyd's arrest record and saying why well, would somebody in cargo short go exercise they're like you know now you know how I feel a little Car- bit it, the second thing, which we ain't got to spend a lot of time on, but it just said Maryland has officially ruled that rap lyrics can now be used as evidence in a courtroom. Mm. Why rap lyrics specifically? Not, why not all lyrics? Why not all lyrics? You know, all why, lyrics matter. Why, why, <laughs> all <laughs> lyrics matter, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's the case. They might as well charge, uh, in the words of my boy Shannon, well, they might as well charge Robert De Niro for what he said to uh, Robert De Niro in, uh, God, at Goodfellas, the <laughs> casino. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I don't don't know, man. Like, it's a a thing that's against black people, and I think white people don't see it. They don't know it. It's, you know, Ta-Nehisi Coates is always talking about the body and things like that. And to Eric's point, what you were saying, like, they've realized that, or for somehow or another, they've wanted to marginalize our body in in containment. That's why I feel like prison is such a big thing, because it's like you – it becomes only a body. You are only a number. Like we are always constantly being dehumanized as black people. Like even for the white people to even be able to storm, uh, the Capitol, like they had to be seen as human. Black people wouldn't be able to, they wouldn't get two steps up because they're not human. They're like, even if, oh, it's just so much. Like my thing is, is like as a black person, should I be fighting, To be able to storm the Capitol and not get shot? Or should I be fighting for them white people to die? Like, that's really where I'm at right now. Like, cause they should die or I should be able to storm the Capitol. That's how I'm seeing it. Like,
4: that's, but see, we, we be like so compassionate for other people. And that's why, like, we go through a lot of atrocities and we don't respond in a way where we go out and we kill white people. Right. Like, cause we, cause we don't like, we don't really want to see them die. We just don't want this shit to happen to us no more. And that's the part that I can't understand that they don't understand. Like, yeah. you know, they take it as, as like something compromising them. Like as if we're they have something to fear in us having equal rights. And it's like, nah, just if we want to storm Capitol Hill. Just let us storm Capitol Hill, but then you, like you said, it puts you in that that whole dilemma where it's like, should I want them to die? Because I absolutely know I would die. Right. I absolutely there's there's not even like a doubt in my mind. Right, there's no doubt. We so
2: died if, for less,
4: absolutely. And I
2: think what it is is that the fear of, of most uh, Caucasoids or Caucasians or whatever you want to call them, yeah, whatever <laughs> it is, uh, is that. Us wanting equal in their mind, they hear we want revenge, right? And we don't. And that's not how. That, that's not. Right. We're not even programmed like that. It's just like, look, man. If, if if this is elementary school and Timmy get to go to recess all day, hell, I want to go to recess all day too.
1: But I, so. To my, I I got a question, and this might be controversial. So if you don't want to talk about it, then I get it, because this is calling for go. the mass murder of many people. There However, it's like, should we actually be fighting for the motherfuckers to die? Though, no, like, like, i I'm, I'm. So to no. the systematic point, they fight for us to die. They say this, that, and the third. Like, should we get perverted in our ideology and be like, you know what, they should die?
3: No, but no, we should be should better be. prepared for them to not allow us to die. That is on us. Because d- if you create your own systems, if you're about your own economy, if you can remove yourself from the situations where that is the case, move to another city. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta ain't had all these problems. at Atlanta. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> the, the the blue saying? Bu- the blue belt buckle on this Democratic belt that they're calling going across Georgia right now, we got a big blue belt buckle on top of it. Mm-hmm. We don't have these problems. So if we build, we can take advantage of the systems. We can still build our own and not be put into the situations where we have to deal with that. Now, every time that ain't the case, but then you can start proliferating that mindset and that thought. You got to have a center to be able to permeate. That's the way atoms work. That's the way everything in this universe works. That's the only way that you're going to penetrate something that's built so strong
4: well but this is this is what I'll say in addition to this um to support my conversation before the podcast is like we feel like we got to go participate in our in that system make a way in that system to change the system or to create our own but i think the part that we don't understand is the whole time we're in the system but the whole time we subscribe to that logic, there's always going to be black people in the system experiencing the atrocities of the system. Because, where,
3: where are you gonna get your sewage from? I mean, you create that. Where We're, are you gonna get your gas from? You you create. So these why are you creating it? Where are you gonna get it from? You I
4: mean, that's you. That's the, a part of it. Is a part of it is also you have to unsubscribe from these systems that there are people who exist in countries that don't. Like don't
1: and I and I get it. We, we built we, it. That's my point. My not not that we built it solely, but we helped contribute. I don't wanna build this shit and then go make some shit better shit, then they come take that too. But so I get what, what, what that's you're what, saying. That's,
4: but that's the that's the point. Like now we know how to create our own system. We know how. We can look back at Tulsa, Oklahoma. Like, we, we, we did those things fresh out of slavery. We didn't have an opportunity to go in their system and then learn their system and come out and then create Tulsa. Like, we left slavery. We used our mental capacity as human beings unhindered by slavery to develop these things. Like, I feel like we should, we should go back to study Tulsa. Like how that shit really functioned versus focusing so much about the downfall of Tulsa because now that shit cannot happen again in this time because they can't just bomb communities anymore. One, the whole world is watching. Two, there's people, there's black people across the country that have guns, that have access to, to guns to stop that from happening. And it's just not a, it's not a tolerable thing in this time the way it was then. So like, let's, let's, let's stop trying to be, a part of the america that we don't like. Let's revisit Tulsa. Like I said, let's revisit what worked at, at on Edgewood in Atlanta when that was the Black Wall Street of the South and then re- recreate those things cuz we already defined things that work. They it, they actually blew up these places. That's uh, the yeah. only reason they were unsuccessful. True. It wasn't because we we created these systems and we failed and like we you know like they like to to make you think about marcus garvey like these things were completely sabotaged we are a people who are mentally strong enough to build these systems without having to exist in their systems, And we have to understand that as a people and then live based off of that. But we've been taught to think that, okay, if I wanna create something, I gotta go learn from the white people. Like when we talk about black business, I gotta be professional like a white business. Well, we don't want, we creating black business because we don't feel comfortable in the white business. We've creating what, what black corporate America looks like because we don't feel comfortable in corporate America with white people. Like, so why create what corporate America looks like for them? We already know that shit doesn't work for us. We don't want to create a whole nother system that says I can only let people who went to Harvard into my, my corporate space. So why go and learn in that space? Like that's that's just my perspective. Nah, I
1: get it, I get it. And while we while we that that was dope, I definitely appreciate it. That that was a nice rant, you know? I felt like I was being I chastised. Call, I
2: wouldn't call it rant. I'll call it soliloquy.
1: A soliloquy, a yeah. monologue. You know, I felt like I was being chastised, which, no, but that, it's cool. That wasn't about it's cool. You. I nah, nah. You. <laughs> Oh God, that wasn't. Nah, about I know. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. That. <laughs> 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 no, that was that was from the heart, <laughs> bro. <laughs> no, <Nah, that wasn't, laughs> nah, nah, it was from the heart, and you said some very, very insightful things. And I, I nah, I, I was saying I appreciate
2: that because that's like. Lightning in a bottle. We caught it right there. How I feel about what it. What I would say is that he felt like he was being uh, chastised because it, it struck a nerve.
1: You know, it and real. I say it always be your own people. But yeah. since
2: we uh, are <laughs> talking about
1: uh, b- making black spaces and safe black spaces, I would like to come to my man MT and talk about the black space he is he, he has created and continuing to create. Uh, MT, could you please introduce yourself and your product? What's or, cool. do you want me to introduce you? I mean, you, you, this you, is you MT. This, it's so dope. I was okay, like, I, yeah. thought, I
3: thought I was gonna roll into it. I was like, okay, let me get <laughs> past that part. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I gotta come back to
1: that. All right, I can get it way. you okay. Too, so, right? MT's came up with Metric Mate, and mm-hmm. it is a app and a product that will help you, uh, you know, se- secure gains in the physical form, meaning like gym and workout and things like that. So you know
3: what I'm saying? Indeed, indeed. So appreciate you, brother, for the for the introduction. Now that we got to that, <laughs> what we were gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Now you know this is unscripted, man. We just coming in here and talking. I, they started recording. I wasn't even paying attention. I just saw the lights come. On. I was like, "Ooh, those are pretty." <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, as, as it was so eloquently put, uh, Metric Mate is a technology that me and my business partner are developing. And, and, and is close to becoming on the market that allows you to be able to track your reps, your sets, your exercises, understand your caloric burn, your force, your intensity for your strength training workouts. We have so many apparatuses out there that work with your cardio, your biking, and your rowing and get all of that information, give you the the in-depth view into what you're doing for those. We developed a cost-effective, portable way to do that for your strength training workouts. So whether you're working out on selectorized machines, everybody knows the stack plate machines that you stick the pin in to select the weight.
1: That's a selectorized machine. Selectorized machine. That's oh, okay, the, cool. The
3: actual name. I've learned a lot when I was <laughs> I'm. I'm like, oh, okay. See, yeah. That's how you know I'm in this. You know what I'm saying? We're it. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the selectorized machines, uh, we have a smart pin for that that actually replaces that dumb metal piece of of pin that they put in there right now, and can give you a myriad of different pieces of data about your strength trainer workout. We can tell which arm you're pulling up with wrong if you're doing oh, it. Wow. on the, the double stacks, we can tell you how much force you're pulling down with, how many calories you're burning. We have graphs. We have charts. We do all the analysis of this data that you're losing by just writing it down on a piece of paper or putting it in your map annually. i manually. We get it automatic. You know what I'm saying you put the pen in, you open up the app, you go to work. It counts your sets it lets you know in your ear. You got your your little uh, uh, AI in your ear saying, "Hey man, you got one more set. rep left. Keep pushing." That's what I was you know about to say. The and most important part: the app talks to you. But that's the, app talks that's the to you. most important. That's what you have. You me know, it Ugh. knows when you're fatiguing. It you can tell by the way that you're actually moving the weight that your muscles are starting to fatigue and give you that extra motivation and let you know more. Okay, when you get to rep step three, rep seven. I'm starting to see a little fatigue, you know. what I'm saying so. You got to start knowing You got to power through so you can get through your workouts more efficiently, reach your goals efficiently, and 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 do everything you need to do.
1: Wow that's 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 a lot. That's a lot. It does it does quite a bit. That's yeah. that's, that's that's dope. Right. I got
2: a lot of questions. Hey, boy, it's, <laughs> the boy started over. Yeah, the yeah, He's no. I'm out. like they never been lost for words before. Yeah. Huh? Hey man, so hey, look, man, I try to bring trendsetters to this podcast. This hit thing right here. This is New Year, New Me. Metric mate. That's your that's your mate. You know, that's your, your buddy. Grandma. I try to. I see
3: you, you get to him for your acting gigs, bro. He's ready. Got <laughs>
1: no, that's dope. So, like, when you came up with this idea, like, were you thinking about, like, athletes or were you thinking about the everyday person or were you thinking about, like, uh, um, let me think of, like, like, you know, the physical therapy, people who need to, I, I don't necessarily know what to call them, but people who are injured and need to regain full motion, stuff like that. Like, who, who are you thinking about?
3: Uh, so, actually, the idea came up. My, my business partner, Braxton Davis, patent attorney, Georgia Tech, 40 under 40, like, he started other companies, amazing dude. He actually came up with the genesis of the idea. He thought about it. He was going to the gym, and he was like, man, by the time I get – Figure out what weight I was on. I done burned three set, three reps because, I, okay, I put it on 60. Oh, that's a little too light. Put it on 90. Oh, yeah, I, I can't do that. Figure out it's 75. And it's like, well, hell, my arm's a little bit tired now. And now you can't get the most out of your workout. You know, wasted sets and stuff. So he was like, there's got to be a way to be able to do this in a digital fashion with all the rest of this stuff is out here. So he built a little bit of it, got some prototypes going, got some data flowing. He was like, all right, this is actually a feasible idea. Started filing patents on it. So all of the technology that we have is protected uh, by intellectual property, and we're continuing to build our intellectual property fence. We actually just sent out two patents the other day. Shout out Braxton for, for being on top of that. Um, but that that since that's his realm, we actually had a leg up because he's a lawyer. He's passed the bar. He's passed the patent bar, and he's versed in being able to write patents. So we got to circumvent a lot of the bread. So. He came up with it, made it happen, came to me. I've got a background in manufacturing, customer service, sales. I've done a lot of stuff in my career. Um, but with the intentions of helping to start a business for the community to start our own ecosystem so that we could make sure that we are being as prosperous as everyone else. I will say it like that. You know, It's not that we're behind, but socially we don't have the things that need it. Yeah, socially, because it's society, not necessarily social media, but society in general. We don't have the things to be able to support building other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we need to have. We need to have those experiences and that knowledge to be able to do that. So I went and got that. He came to me with this idea because we were working on another business that I got, Batter Up. Shout out. We're going to start promoting that too because I need to get some some post up on that Um, and asked me if I wanted to join the movement. Told me about it. Found out I had some IP behind it and we started going. So... At that point, we started looking at the broader implications of Metric Make because he was just thinking about him being a working individual and is like, I don't have time, I don't have the patience, I want to get my results, I want to feel better during the day. There's got to be a better way to me writing it down on a piece of paper or trying to remember it, which he couldn't do because he had so much other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Once we started digging into the actual technology and where it could go, we started pulling out the physical therapy. We started pulling out the professional athletes, the collegiate athletes, the shoot, the high school athletes. Shout out Valdez to high school down there. We're trying to come talk to y'all. Um, all this stuff is becoming so competitive, and now you're starting to see people get these opportunities to go to college for free. You know what I'm saying? Go to, to, on to different professional athletics without necessarily being the best talent, but it's that they had access to the trainers, to the weight rooms, uh, to yeah. all of that stuff, Metric Mates hit a play, level of playing field. We want to give everybody the opportunity to develop their body, no matter if it's for Joe Smo that works at the copy room and wants to have a six-pack ass for Instagram, or, <laughs> <laughs> or the, the kid from Southwest DeKalb High School that, wants to be able to compete with Maris and them or, or even exceed because your talent will take you so far, but you, that technique, that ability, that, that growth, that performance, that will make it even better. So we'll be seeing individuals out here that bought that, that are, are honed and ready to be able to take advantage of that, you know, and, and metric made is the first step. Metric made is the first piece, giving you an opportunity to go in the gym and get trainer level results without having
0: to pay those trainer prices, you know, because I want to ask you this, because I'm looking over your app. Yes. What differentiates Metric Mate? Because it looks like you're giving a lot more detail in the workouts than, say, the activity app that's on the iPhone or anything you might get on the um, what's the other watch that's uh, on the Fitbit. Yeah, Fitbit, on the yeah. Fitbit. And what, I'm, what, gla- what, I'm, gl- what, what, I'm glad what, you asked that. What what uh differentiates it?
3: So, in those applications, one, they're more game <laughs> What we got going on? We got- Nah, so we're in a secure location so I'm not concerned about that at all I used to live over here so I know how they get down um, when it comes to your 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 Apple Plus, Apple Fitness Plus and your Fitbits and your uh, uh, other apps like your um, I can't remember right now it was just on the tip of my tongue but they have applications out there that track all of your information and can you can get some analysis of your strength training You have to manually input that information, though. Right. That's something that you have to still remember what you did or stop in the middle of the flow of your workout and be like, all right, I did the chest press. I did three sets, uh, 10 reps. Yeah, I did 220, 225. You know, it's taking up time in between you staying in your flow state. And all athletes, all people that have lifted, all people that have been extremely physical active understand that the flow state is the best state because you stop feeling stuff the same. You stop uh, uh, hindering yourself with thoughts of other things you're in the zone you're in focus and you see exactly what you need to do tonal vision is what a lot of people call it that state allows you to be able to do more with your workouts and activate more of those muscles in your body and 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 be better so you're gonna break that so you can get the analysis and write it down metric mate takes that completely out of the equation where we're autonomous we get everything. The only thing that you would need to do is say, and, and this is on the earlier versions, we have thoughts going forward once we bring this to market to make it completely autonomous, where we understand what machine you're at. It goes into your phone. It says, okay, they're doing this exercise because the way that the machine is moving, we know exactly what's going on. So you, all you do is tell them you're at the gym, put it in your pocket, go do your workout, and all your data is going to your phone. That's the future plan. That's what we want to hit. Right now, the only thing that you have to do is select what exercise you're doing in your phone. So you literally, doing your workout, you get up, say, I'm going to another machine, I'm going to chest press. So while you're walking, because you're already walking, so you're still in that flow state, you just go, I'm going to chest press next. Boom, it connects to the pin. Once you get to the machine, it tells you exactly what weight you're at, and then it just starts counting your reps, getting all the analytics from everything that you're doing, everything that you're doing with that machine. So that's what differentiates us from what's out there. And why we are cutting edge, we're unique and we're trying to take over the industry.
2: Yeah, I think that pen is like the, the game changer there. Yeah,
3: and it's not just pins. We have patents across all strength training hardware from barbells, dumbbells, resistance That's what I was bands, all of that stuff. We're We are protected around those. So this is just the one that gave us the quickest entry in the market. We could get the pen rolling like we have. We can get the app program. We can start putting workouts in there, connecting you with third parties like the physical therapists, like the personal trainers, like the strength coaches, for all my collegiate athletes. Now, this is a time where having more people in the gym, in the, in the facility at the same time is not
0: right, so a lot of things. You
3: know what I'm saying? We could reduce a lot of this COVID stuff going around with these students if we had this apparatus because your, your strength coach would be able to see all of your data. They'd be like, "All right, yeah, he did all his work. Oh, wait, he's not performing the way he's supposed to. He wasn't lifting as intense as I told him to. He did. He ran more rest time in between his sets than what I put on the board. So now you get all of that without having to be over. Him. And then we allow you to be able to do rank uh, force rankings, so you can get into the gamification of it. So you could tell that linebacker number fifty two, David Johnson, outlifted everybody on Wednesday. You could put that up on the big board and be like, "David's getting his money." Where is everybody else? Because I see you. You was 75th. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, what about what you was doing? That, what was happening? You know what I'm saying? So we can gamify and bring that competition back because that's one of the big things that was uh, a catalyst in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in there, and they're going at it, and you get to see, all right, well, he did that. Bet. Let me go ahead and move it up. Or sometimes they gamify it themselves and put something on the line. You got three less laps. You know what I'm saying? If you out if you outpace Johnny on this chest press, we give you three less laps at the end of practice. You know what I'm saying? Now you can bring that back without having to have everybody in that confined space and risking injury, risking not being able to play because these kids work hard. They should be able to play.
1: Speaking about uh the the beta testing and the customers that you didn't or clients that you didn't uh working with, what's some of, some of the other things? Cause you went into it a little bit talking about, Hey, they gamified it and all that stuff. And they gave you some ideas, but what's some of the other things that like you've seen benefit them or like you've seen that, like they took and made it their own. Cause you know, when you make a product, you got an idea and you only see it for what you see it as. But then when somebody else get a hold of it, they turn it into a whole different thing. And it's like, that's when it has a life of its own. So like, what's some stories that you could tell us when you found out your product gaining a life of its own,
3: man. So, of course, in the life cycle of any product, you like you said, you start off with your own vision. Anybody that says that you shouldn't start off with your own vision is kind of holding you back because that's the one that's clearest to you. You make something and then you make iterations. That's what business is. You try it. You see what's up. You make iterations. So in the beginning of this, we had our own thoughts as far as the data analytics is really this part where people make it their own. Because you were bringing in all of this data, and we try to make it as raw as possible coming off of the pen. And so the algorithms and the analytics, a lot of that stuff is proprietary. Well, all of it's proprietary because we came up with all of it because this is a new apparatus. That's where the magic actually happens. But we find out what people want by going to talk to coaches, going to talk to personal trainers, going to talk to to physical therapists. We actually did a case study with a physical therapy patient, because where we see this being beneficial in physical therapy is inside of the physical therapist's office, of course, but mostly for patients that insurance has already paid their entire deductible. Now you can't, either you're going to pay this high money or you don't go to physical therapy. Now you can take the metric mate pen to your local gym, do the prescribed exercises because they get downloaded into your phone. You hit it in your ear. You follow through your regimen and send your data back to your physical therapist. Now they can analyze everything that you're doing and say, okay, well, I can see from the jaggedness of your graph off of the raw data, which we'll analyze, we'll analyze but that's what we did in the case study because all he had was the raw data. He could tell, he was like, yeah, I could tell by the jaggedness in the movement that her ligaments weren't as strong at the beginning of the month, but then by the end of the month, it started to smooth out. So now I know her ligaments are forming, her her muscles are getting stronger, and she's getting back to where she would normally be pre-injury. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Less insurance money, faster recovery. If you need long-term, you've got long-term without having to take all of that out of pocket just by having a metric make.
0: That's amazing. And uh, earlier, we, you were touching on you were going to do a crowdfunding. Was that something you want to speak on?
3: Indeed. Because- and, well – we're, we're preparing for the crowdfunding. So we're preparing for a crowdfunding campaign. We are trying to key, get everything in order. But the thing that everybody can do is go to the website and sign up for the email list. We want to be able to contact the people that would benefit from Metric Mate. We want to make sure that everybody has more information about it. So go to themetricmate.com. Yeah, what's the email? Oh, yeah, metricmate.com. I shout out everywhere I go. I want to get some wristbands made with it on there. So everybody will be able to see it. The Themetricmate.com. Go there, sign up for the email list, and and we keep everybody abreast of when it's launching. It will be launching uh, either late Q1 or early Q2 2021, so we'll have it out there. We'll have accessibility to the pins, which we are mass producing at this point, but we want to make sure that we give everybody the opportunity to learn more about what we're doing, how it can impact their lives, and we feel like the crowdfunding campaign is the best way.
4: Uh, I just want to offer myself, you know, to be y'all one of y'all testimonials, <laughs> you know what I Yes. You know, yes. let's let's work something out so I can be like I can post my before picture and post my after. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we can partner and we can make a lot of money around this, you right. know? Say less
3: and, and and get you into a better shape, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean cuz that's the thing that that for me is the biggest thing because I actually have a partial hip replacement. Oh, wow. I got a partial hip replacement back 10 days before my 21st birthday. Damn. So I spent my 21st birthday in a bed with a machine that, like, extended my leg and brought my leg back forward because I had nothing over there. I had to slice it all up like they were slicing beef. Get in there, Ugh. rip my rip, cut the top of my femur off, line the inside of my hip, and pop that mud back in. So I was out of the game for a minute. And I'm talking about I was at marching band and everything before this. Oh, you was in the band? Yeah, at Morehouse. I was in the band. I I, I don't know what you you talking about, but we killed it in L.A. twice. We killed it in New Orleans about three times. So yeah, that though that sixty four seventy four people that I was marching with back then
2: don't care what you were talking about. We put on a show, bro. He he won them hornets man. He finna get on it. Yeah, you know,
4: I'm a a mighty marching hornet. So you know, I I know, you know, I know a a little bit of. I know a lot about band, you know, especially (laughs) HBCU bands, you know. And, no, you know, no shade to Morehouse. You yeah. know, y'all, you and Tuskegee, y'all like the the small band presidents, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, but this is the thing, this is the thing. Y'all ever been to church and it's got a big choir and it's like, everybody sounds so good, so good. And then you hear, like, one of them singing in the, like, the kitchen later on and it's like, ooh, you ain't as good as I thought you was. <laughs> you, you, you had to be snapping. To be on Morehouse Band because we sounded great. And if one piece was out of line, you know exactly who it was, bro. Y'all, y'all get lost. Lost
1: you
4: Alabama State has one a reputation for having one of the best school of music and I would agree with. HBCU so you all
3: you all do put forth. But, but, you, but that, that ain't everybody that's in the band. No, you did. No. <laughs> 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 I'm an engineer and I was in the band. That's true. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> a float of that one. Though.
4: I just had to, you know. I had to poke my band chest out a little hey, bit. What would you play?
3: Uh, played on drumline, so I did. Oh, he was bass, on drumline. Yeah. What? Vocal. What years? When was that shit? 09. Okay, so you came out
4: right after, right after we did. Yeah. Then. So yeah. I know a couple people that that went up there, but I think they they like oh nine, like uh, it's a it's a guy from Columbus. Uh, I want to say he yeah, a Kappa. Uh, he was the section leader at Morehouse for a little bit.
3: Probably. Light
4: skinned yeah. dude. Um uh Jennifer Osario's little brother.
2: Oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know who Jennifer Osario is? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
2: I watch her coach all the time. He used to, when she was at the Y. he used to go sport game. But yeah, I, I didn't know. Yeah, he I didn't know little she lives. had a little brother.
3: Yeah, you remember his name? Let me know. Oh, did, we done, if he's on Drumline, I definitely know him. Or was it's he a in dude the band? Named Cap- <laughs> I <don't> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to say it. Like, it was on the drum line or was he in the band? <laughs> no, nah,
4: he was on the drum line. <laughs> okay, he, was, okay. he was section leader. Like, but this, this would have been like, Probably
3: 10. Bro, we funk, funk Squad remember everybody, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would
4: hope, but you know, it might team. be different, you know, at Morehouse than it is at. No right. I mean, so we, oh, talking, yes. about, oh,
2: we talking about Morehouse, man. I want to shout out my cousin, Hakeem Leonard, man. You know what I'm saying? He was on that trumpet. <laughs> that you know what i No, he saxophone. I'm sorry. He was on the saxophone. Look at, look at you. Yeah, give man, him. he play everything, man. It's hard to keep up which one he played in the band. That's funny. You know what That's
3: <laughs> funny. funny. But yeah, man, band pride. I love it, dog. For real. Yeah.
1: Most definitely, most definitely. So back to this metric mate, you and we love tangents here too, by the way. We, that, we always, yeah, we always love tangents. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is when you're talking to somebody that you actually rock with, a tangent gonna come out here or there, but then we're gonna get back to the conversation. But uh what you were saying about Metric Mate.
3: Yeah. What was I saying? Oh, uh, oh well let me remind his, you, yeah. Uh, hip replacement. Yeah, you were speaking oh, yeah. on the
1: yeah. hip replacement yeah, yeah, yeah. and then talking about the uh, physical therapy that metric May provides for clients, customers, true, and true. all of this
3: stuff. We're talking about that. Bam, boy, that takes it switches a whole nother switch. I told you, I got, I got multiple wheels spinning in this thing. I can't keep up. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as physical therapy, it is an awesome tool to be able to allow people to be involved and continue to gain towards homeostasis, towards getting back where they were before injury. Uh, utilizing Metro May outside of the physical therapy office. And and it, it, that portion was really special to me because of my hip replacement, because of the fact that I had to go through that and, and and kind of build upon what was left once I got out of there. And once insurance lapped, the motivation left because you're not, you're on an appointment, you're not going to that place for those people to do those things with you. So if you have a reason to to do anything else and then what, college i had a million reasons i was working i was in the band i was going to class dual degree engineering program shout out y'all over there at the auc um uh, so there was always a reason for me not to go to the gym for me not to work it out and i'm actually just getting back to it because of metric mate i'm starting to to try to build up my my hip and get my legs actually on par because i was dunking before then man i'm trying to get back to dunking oh, <laughs> before i hit 35 for real man yeah. Damn.
1: I got another question. So, you know, uh, in our, uh,
3: come,
2: come, on, come
1: on, yeah, I'm coming here. I come here. I come here. I come in our community. You see uh you heard all the words that I was about to say <laughs> in our community. Uh, entrepreneurship is a pathway to, uh, which we would call freedom. So with that being said, what are some of the things that you learned being an entrepreneur? Uh, whether it comes down to funding, like some things that you, some resources that you didn't know that were available for funding, um, or just access, or um, another thing like is the networking or anything like that. What are some viable options that you that helped you grow that you would like to share with other entrepreneurs?
3: No, without a doubt, um, funding funding you don't necessarily need it. To be honest, and, and I'm coming from, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna lay it out completely flat. I'm coming from a hardware technology company, like. Hardware technology. We're on par with Apple as far as what we're building. And for us to get to the point where we can mass produce the hardware, there's an app in the app store. (laughs) Twine with the ice. (laughs) It was so quiet. I'm sorry. that's that's, That's relatively capital intensive. And there are some hurdles that we need to overcome past this, which now that we've gotten to this point, we're pursuing funding. So, but to get this far to be able to prove that your product works is something that a lot of entrepreneurs that miss. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I get that you want to do that. And there are entrepreneurs out there that do it. And as we talked about with- uh, They do what? Hold on. Uh, they, they get funding early on oh, in, in okay, a hardware okay. venture or an adventure where they're trying to build something and they haven't really proved anything yet. And those are the unicorns. As we talked about last time, not, not that <laughs> one, not, <last> time. <laughs> 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 not
1: them unicorns. Yeah,
3: it's inside jokes. But no, those unicorns those, get preferential treatment as yeah, well. they get but, preferential you know. treatment, but make sure that you're investing in your own business. Take the time to put your own in before you go for multiple reasons. One, because then you have a better understanding of what you're doing. Like I said, selectorized machine and all the specialized words, having a better understanding of the background of of fitness inside of athletics and all the the records that have been broken and set and all the tracking that's already been done and all of that stuff. Once you start bringing in money, now you have other things to be accountable for, as in getting these people back their money. You don't right. get the chance to dive as deep and understand as much if you take that funding from an outside source, from an institutional investing source. So there are definitely benefits to building on your own. But once you get something that you can show is actually a thing, that even that it just exists, not even that it has product market fit yet, not even that you're going to be able to sell a million units, that it is a thing, start the process.
4: I think that's important as as a fellow entrepreneur that you said that because i feel like man so many in our people in our community get so caught up in the funding aspect of all of this like and there's a bunch of people who make it their business to coach people in the funding like as if you don't have to have proof of concept which right. napoleon likes to say <laughs> proof of concept is important like, hey. like and people want there's so many in our community so many people that's like I can coach you how to be a millionaire but it's like in a service or a product industry it's like but you gotta have a fucking product like, <laughs> like, you, like how you gonna teach me to sell some shit and I don't even have some shit to sell you know what I'm saying but mm-hmm. that's so I, I think it's important that you say that cause even like me like I, I, I was gonna pose a question to you but you kind of answered it in saying that cuz a, a lot of times I don't feel like What was the question? Well, I I feel like as black entrepreneurs, like we have to make it safe space for other entrepreneurs to come to us and get information without feeling like they got to pay us for it. True. Or like it got to be you got to have your money up to a certain place before you can talk to me.
3: You know what I'm saying? I have to disagree with that because and only because you value stuff you have to pay for,
4: right? No, no,
3: I. I... That's the only reason, and trust, and, and trust even me. Even if, and, but this is the thing. With that being said, everybody else has created institutions that allow you to get that type of information at a discount. You know what I'm saying? To show that you are dedicated, but you're not out here spending twenty five hundred dollars to get somebody to come talk to you on a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Or thirteen hundred dollars for somebody to talk to you about a business strategy? No. There are institutions for that. That's what the university system was built for. You know what I'm saying? Because all right. this higher level education, you can you either go to all these people individually and have to run into all these people and they can make you charge or you got to fly somewhere and do all this stuff or you can come to this one spot and we'll curate that for you. You know what I'm saying? That That is a part of the education system that I think gets lost in everybody's purview of what it is and that's only on a higher education level once you break through grade school. Grade school is a, a factory. You know what I'm saying? But once you break through, now we're collecting all this information for you. But there is an institution like that in Atlanta called the Russell Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship that does that. They, you, you buy in, but it's a small portion of the knowledge that you receive if you're involved. And that's what we need to create. The Russell Center was created to give us the opportunity to be able to access this knowledge and information in one spot for, the, for free sometimes. And if you pay, you get even more access. But if you were trying to find this information individually, it would be, it would waste your time, most importantly, which you can't get back. Money, you can always find another some more money. But you will waste your time, you will waste your energy, and in some cases, you will waste your money. So we need to create more institutions like that. We need to create more places to help our businesses access these people that have this knowledge, because somebody got to pay their bills too. I got this knowledge. I want to. Well, I
4: just, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. I'm just saying, like, we we like let's just say clubhouse right we enter the space of clubhouse where a lot of these spaces are built for you to drop gems like for you to be in a room to share this information and like again like we we created a we make it an unsafe space by saying like okay you don't got 50k in funding you not you ain't even you ain't even on my level you don't even deserve time from me or like and even the the Adverse, and the worst part about that is people who don't have the knowledge and want to still charge as if, as they, if have they have the knowledge, knowledge. Oh, and like they they want to cap and like yeah that's scamming yeah. Like, and to we Angie. gotta get away from the whole scamming aspect of things. And I get it, like a lot of that's a lot of people's hustles, but like I guess that's kind of why I asked the question too: is like how do we get away from the scamming part of
3: entrepreneurship institutions? Because now you're having people to hold other people accountable. It's a lot harder to get away with a scam when it's forty of y'all. Because the fact if they, if you get a collection of forty people that's down with the scam, that's you tough. You are a leader. You need to start a company. That's, a, <laughs> that's, like,
1: that's you a don't custom. even have to scam. You don't even have to scam anymore. you, know like, you, you can make also, it real. Eventually, yeah. that's I'm gonna susu. fall <laughs> off, <right. laughs> Eventually,
3: it's gonna fall off, and you are gonna figure it out. But if we build sound institutions, then you've got checks and balances. Somebody can come in there with a the flugazi, and somebody's going to be like, yo, we built this for the betterment of our people, right. and you're coming in with the gazy. You got to go, or you stop telling us stuff. Sometimes, if you build it strong enough, they won't even get through the door because you have different checks and balances that go into making sure that they're qualified to get the information. But those <laughs> institutions are what give you that that, that ability. Doing it by yourself You're wasting time. You might as well build an institution to work as a machine for that purpose instead of trying to do it by yourself. So that's why that collectiveness, that building a system, we have to build more institutions like the RCIE so they can make sure that we're getting the sound information. And when you go, you pay your $100 a month. That's all it is to be a member. And they're coming up with stakeholder applications coming up, Q1. Holler at us. We're making it happen. But you pay your $100 and you get access to all that information that's been vetted, that's been 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 determined to be true by a great business guy, Jay Bailey, mm-hmm. who is out here doing amazing things, so much so that the Russells, one of the most prolific black families in this city, saw him fit to lead this initiative and make sure that it reached the heights that they wanted it to reach, as influencing our community to be better, cause it's lonely at the top. You know what right. I'm saying? They want people to look like them to be able to talk to, to be able to do business with. And this is their incubator. we well, just
1: be able to, to chill with, because yeah. a lot of time, a lot of times, what we don't realize is, like to your point, okay, on Clubhouse, it's a lot of flukeyzy people, and to your point, uh, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing to find out to vet the classes that you actually gonna pay for. But the thing that I was gonna harp on is, like, to the lonely at the top. I'm reading a Barack Obama book now. And he was saying like when he was shit like, yeah, he had the campaign trail and he was Barack Obama. But sometimes you just want to turn all that off and be he wanted to be buried. And it's like he could only do that with a certain group of people because like everybody else saw him as this larger than life figure. And once once you're a larger than life figure, like. Elon Musk or anybody else you always have to have that persona on always and on. You, you know you don't so you want people that you are comfortable with like you whether they look like you whether they think like you whether they eat like you whether they run like you, whatever commonality you see that you're lacking you're going to search for that
3: which brings me to another one of the points that you asked about networking yeah you know what I'm saying because the conversation is different up here right it's completely True. different. And once you get up there, you don't want to talk down here. I mean, every once in a while you wanna dip back in, you know what I'm saying, and have those conversations with people that you that that wanted to be back there. I'm not even gonna say you left them back there, that wanted to be back there, so decided to be back there. Because that a lot of us come from having those conversations. But most of the time I wanna have conversations up here. Yeah. Uh, why like my my brain's just functioning at that level? Why why turn it off? Why turn it down? Because I'm doing so much up here.
2: Down here, I'm not doing that much. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think what Eric was essentially was trying to say was like, to your point, when you're up here, you don't want to talk down here. But there's people down here that, that need work. that conversation. That, that then faked it and they low-key made it oh. to where they're almost up there. And they're like, in order to... Per, to, to I guess to continue to lie, they're like, oh no, you have to pay me for my time, and therefore they don't. It's almost like the Wiz when they actually made it to the Wizard, and they would find out, oh, you are a scam. That's yeah. what that I think that's what Eric was because you we ran into that once, you know. Yeah. Nah, you done nah, into it's a, scamming, a scamming Once, wizard.
1: once, <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't we in Atlanta? Like, <laughs> like, like what do you, yeah. what do you mean? That that's just that's just the way of the game. It's but no. yeah, yeah, it's Tuesday. What
3: do you mean? <laughs> yeah, bro, I don't mean, but. They
1: out there. Yeah, they definitely is. out it there. Is. But, and, and to Eric's point, you don't always have to pay for great information. You don't. Because information, I, I don't know, it was a quote my sister told me. It, one, the internet exists. But information is the one thing that you can constantly sell and resell and resell and resell. So some of this information has been out here for years, like centuries. And it's just being sold to a new generation. That's
2: what school is, bro. You're going to yeah. learn. Like, that's think, what learning is. I think all this comes back to um either the third or the second day of Kwanzaa, Ujima, collective work and responsibility.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. There we go.
4: There it is. Kwanzaa uh, is such an overlook, like, you know. Not
1: holiday. by my homeboy, Twan, because he he knew number three. I threw
4: it out. I threw <laughs> it out like hot popcorn. What's up? Hey, Since <laughs> you touched on that, I think, it, man, it's, it's super important that we've we fucking start celebrating that shit as... African-Americans because it was created by us. Mm-hmm. And, like, we always talk about how we don't, we were stripped from culture and, like, we don't have cultural practices. But this
3: but is the question. Do you think we should
4: only practice kwaza?
3: No, mm. no.
4: I just, I well, I think we should practice something and, like, we don't practice anything. Like, Christmas is not, it's not a cultural practice. Like,
3: but we should, we should, we should practice something. Like, and don't and don't say that Christmas is a cultural practice to some people. It is nah, because it's not a
4: cultural practice.
3: It's a cultural. <laughs> and it's become it's commercialized. commercialized. Yeah. It's become commercialized. But you had that means you're de- you're degrading somebody's religion because this is the birth of somebody's Messiah. Somebody's, not yours, not everybody's. Somebody's, and that's not that's denigrating but somebody But that's not. Else.
4: That's not. It's not like Christmas in the Bible.
3: It's not to some people. It is. Some people go to mass. Some people go to church. But
4: that's not that's not Christmas
3: though. Those those are mass. Those are But it's for the birth of our Christ. It's Christmas. It was named after Christ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, to those people it's important. But the commercialized side, I I'm with you. It's trash. It's not necessarily is that's not a cultural thing. That's a that's a commercialized thing. That's a, a created thing. But he got play. I, I, I don't.
1: I don't know. So you know how y'all were talking about conversations up here and conversations down here. I really don't know. I. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I, I celebrate Christmas to an extent, but I don't. I know that the, you know, everybody's like, oh, I'm more spirituality and all Christmas that good stuff. This is a
2: pagan holiday, like, right? And, I completely understand not, the history the the and pagan all that. stuff. A holiday is not celebrate because I mean, you want right, get to it. That's what I'm
4: saying.
3: That's
2: Christmas, we don't,
3: people don't practice the pagan way of. Yeah. Christmas. but well,
2: they do practice Christmas. And like it's Christ-
3: associated with their religion. So you can't tell them otherwise. I mean, there's many things that have been appropriated. That's French version English. Our English. So you're telling me that it's no longer English? It's French. Like, no. If that's the way that they choose to practice it, especially with it being their ideology, then you gotta respect that. And that's kind of where a lot of this stuff is coming from. It's like you though you might see differently and feel differently, because I practice Kwanzaa, you know what I'm saying? I got my. And my candles and my seven—all that stuff—I ain't got no problem. But if well, that's what I, you want I'm to believe, I'm saying hey, I grew up a Christian. I grew up a Baptist Christian,
4: and we wow. didn't like, like we didn't we celebrate Christmas. Like I guess we never called we Christmas was Christmas. Christmas is Christmas trees and all of that shit. The birth of Christ is the birth of Christ. Like it's not, it's not a we're not practicing cultural things around. The birth, well, to of y'all, because
2: we we our our Christmas was the birth. They were one and the same. Mm-hmm. When no Santa Claus, when no reindeers. When we when it came to me and my my household, the way my mom raises, Christmas, Christ, holiday. That's that, that, that we got off from school, we got off from work, we celebrate Jesus. We went to, like he said, went to church service. Some people went to mass. Growing up for us, Christmas was cultural for Christ. Right. Not for I, we both, did we did we did both. Right, we we I'm did saying. we did both
1: yeah. as far as He's Christmas and Christmas trees and Jesus Christ as a kid, equal playing field. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, <laughs> some we did I, have trees. What but I <laughs> what I'm, I, get,
4: I get what you're saying, but I'm not I'm not saying the practice of what you did you did. If I'm not understanding correctly, which I I may not be, that shit is not called Christmas. Like you don't like we we adopted into like the religion because it's a It's a thing that's done in America, but it's not Easter and like Easter Sunday is called Easter. Like it's not, it's not about the day of the year. That's why it changes. And also like, it's about the whole process of the Passover and everything like that. Christmas is Christmas trees. Like the birth of Christ is the birth of Christ. I I, may not be explaining it well, but.
1: Yeah, you pulling to me. It's cool though. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you gotta start hanging around Napoleon. Yeah, it happens. Too. Hey man, I'm gonna go ahead and do a hard stop right here, man. Uh, yeah. Final final thoughts. Final or? thoughts. Um, yeah, man. I just you know I enjoy being around with you guys, man. You know this is this is therapy for me, man. I like being around doing this podcast stuff with y'all, <laughs> man. I appreciate y'all.
1: <laughs> nah, that's funny, you because I seen a girl post something saying like uh, niggas need to quit. Starting podcasting Go to therapy So Yeah Nah, <laughs> yeah, nah. But no, nah, I agree nah, I, I nah. wholeheartedly agree Between
2: this podcast And the Busted Challenge Man You know what I'm saying <laughs>
3: That busted Challenge, so I'm serious now. Nice,
1: hey. If anything
3: hey. with the Challenge, please do not think that we have anything to do with that. Oh, we ain't got no. <laughs> oh, you got to see me. You,
1: you got to oh, see, see that busted oh, Challenge, bro. I got
2: i see you. This <laughs> is my
1: homeboy's podcast. So your homeboy going to put you on. Appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. my homeboy, Twan. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. You know what I'm
2: saying? You got
1: to sign in the beautiful cosign. Beautiful women all around the world. Are
2: just <laughs> anyway, man, any other <laughs> final
4: thoughts? <laughs> Uh, my final thought is, I think it's dope we had
1: you on. Uh, this
4: is the second episode of the year, right?
1: Uh, first. Is it the
2: first? It's going to be the first one of the year. Yeah, 20, oh, first, first, oh, first yeah, of 20, yeah, 2021.
4: This is the first of 2021. Um, See, this It's, it's dope, Well, this is my final thought, so I'm going to keep on going.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice over there. I like the trees. <laughs> <laughs> <These are beautiful. laughs> Look at the birds, the birds in the sky.
4: I think it's dope that we had you on for the beginning of the year because I w- I think we should – I know we all make it cliche that people said fitness as a New Year's resolution, but I, I think it's, it's dope to continue to do that. Like, we want to we wanna be like, we shouldn't do that shit because we don't, like, stick to it, but we should find a way to fucking stick to it. You know what I'm saying? And I-, I think metric, mate, will definitely help people stick to it. So it's dope that we started off the year with that. Appreciate
0: it. Uh, Final thought, just good luck on your um, endeavor with the app. I like the idea, and I think it's pretty good. And speaking of the fitness thing, back when uh, Popeye's had that uh, chicken sandwich... (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was finally going to try it, and I walked into Popeye's. It wasn't that crowded, but I was looking at everybody in there. We were all overweight, and I was like, we're killing ourselves when I walked out. Bro, I, I have my at Golden Corral. Be can, never can, been back. It yo, took can, was seven years, never been back. So. <laughs> That's why I feel like Metric mate should send out dings and reminders to be like, uh, make sure you go yo tagging like, yo, yeah, your have, really have a healthy snack. Have a healthy snack. Day. Get a chicken wrap think instead of a chicken sandwich. It's kind of a struggle. Like even leaving out on lunchtime, that's why I'd be trying to eat breakfast now. Cause I'd leave my stomach's ground and you start smelling all those smells. I'm like, fuck, I'm going back inside. I'm about to lose. Oh man. I'm that's my final thought.
2: Man. That's probably the best <laughs> final thought you've ever had, Andrew. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. are starting out 21, 20, 21 with a bang, man.
3: I love it. I love it. Uh, um,
1: MT, you got any final
3: thoughts? Man, I always have final thoughts. I have all the thoughts. It's unfortunate because I can't go to sleep. Yo, Kwan, <laughs> appreciate you reaching out to me, brother. Just to let y'all know, we had a little difficulty with the first uh, opportunity to get this done, but I'm glad y'all allowed me to come back on and speak my piece uh, 150%. Um, always good to to converse with intelligent minds man like i said the conversation is up here trust me i've had some conversations <laughs> had some conversations down there but as you continue to elevate push forward and make yourself better the the air gets clearer because the air gets thinner you know what i'm saying mm. and it's and it's pretty awesome to be able to commune with a, a table a stable of fellas that can have those conversations man we need to have them more and and be more involved in making sure that those conversations happen so my homeboy podcast. I appreciate y'all. I salute y'all. Uh, Metric Mate, check us out. TheMetricMate.com. Again, TheMetricMate.com. Get on the email list. Follow us on Instagram at Metric Mate. Follow us on Twitter at TheMetricMate. Follow us on Facebook. We got a TikTok. Uh, we ain't putting nothing up yet, but you know, <laughs> yeah. we're going to figure out a challenge and That's we might do I'm something. Dogs. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> He's staking his claim, man. We're going to make that happen, he man. Can't do 2021. Though. He can't. No.
2: <laughs> no, no. Tragic. It's Tragic. Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout oh, out
3: no. the podcast, too. Yeah. The, oh, shoot. Yeah. Shout check out, out to the, the Metric Mate podcast as well. It's on all the streaming platforms, all the major streaming platforms, a couple of other ones as well that we've been able to get it on, too. So check out the Metric Mate podcast we come out with our shorts on the social media as well so if you follow us on social media you'll see those coming out every week if you sign up for the email list you get an email about it every week see how simple we make it just sign up for the email list (laughs) y'all (laughs) and i'm I'm, I'm gonna go on this tangent one more time before we go ahead and cut this thing off but that's one thing that a lot of us don't understand about the entrepreneurial process is that it doesn't take you buying a product to be impactful on what we're doing Sign up for the email list. Like, share, comment on social media yes, sir. because people put money into these campaigns, and the more you do that, even even if it's something that you're not necessarily endorsing, everybody understands social media. They're gonna take it as highly as you coming on a podcast and saying, "I like Crest uh, Toothpaste." It's like, no, just like, share, and comment because the algorithm is set up to give to the people that are participate that participate one. So if you are an entrepreneur, make sure you participate. Like 50 pages a day and try to comment on something 50 pages a day, 50 times a day so you can get that engagement, but also the things that are being engaged with. If you engage with it, they don't know if you looked at it as far as, oh, I'm going buy this or I'm just supporting my homeboy. Two seconds, pop, pop, reshare, hit it on the story real quick, leave a little smiley face caption. That's all it takes. It's not like you got to leave a whole insightful thing. I don't care what you say half the time because I'm working on my business. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get my product out the door. So, yeah, you can leave a rocket ship. Face. I mean, everybody asks me why I leave rocket ships. That's a whole nother thing. I have to come back and talk about that. That, that goes deep into the core. But that's what I leave on everybody that I know's page. a Rocket ship. Forget it. Because at the minimum, it counts as points. It just as that paragraph that somebody decided to read and don't understand that, we didn't read it. <laughs> right, <laughs> Maybe, right. but not really for real. I think
4: <laughs> only entrepreneurs understand that, bro. It's like, it's so, right now we're in a space where it's free. free. There's a lot of free shit you can do to support your entrepreneurs friends. Bruh.
3: Just do this shit. Just do it's it. free. It's free. It right. takes a little bit of time, bro. And, and it means the world because you got to realize if this reaches 100 people that follow Metric, man, and 100 people like and comment on all my pictures, now I'm getting to the little message board on the front. And now random people watching it. Now I might you might run into a venture capitalist that's up here on a in the middle of a meeting that he's not listening to, run across your door and be like, hey, have y'all seen this? It could be done and it only takes one. That's the beautiful part about entrepreneurship, why I love it so much. You only have to win one. You only have to win once. So you can put all of your effort and energy into that thing and win one time, and you technically don't have to come back. Mm -hmm. It's not like football where you got to go in every week and win to be able to get the contract next time, to be able to maybe get the money after they take their 75% of your check to be able to do the things that you want to in the future and invest in the things you want to. bro. If we maintain the majority stake of this company, me and my business partners only have to win once. All of us are black. All of us went to Morehouse. All of us are part of the dual engineering program. This is a billion dollar idea. That's three yeah, billionaires easily. off rip. Getting, and you already know. I mean, I know them and they're absolutely exceptional people as well. But I'm just doing this so I can give back. Bro, right. I get up every Thursday at 1 o'clock and do the stakeholder spotlight for the RCIE. I don't get no cut for that. I'm looking out with the time that I got. So like they say, money only amplifies who you are. If you're a a butthole, I'm going to say a butthole, you're an asshole. And (laughs) you get the money, you're a bigger asshole. But if you're a compassionate, loving, giving, supportive person and you get some bread, you're going to support most or definitely. if you're selfish, you just, you're <laughs> selfish, nigga y'all a, y'all things. killing
1: y'all are killing my final thought. So I'm we're gonna end on that most definitely. Uh, like, follow, share, subscribe, uh, engage. Whether you share on social media, whether you share privately, whether you just like a couple posts to be like, you know what, I knew this nigga one time and blah blah blah. At yeah, any time, and by that nigga, I mean me or anyone on this podcast at the time. You know, it's white niggas too, FYI Um, Yeah, you know what I'm saying Just go ahead and do your thing And hit that like button, follow button, share, subscribe Anything, make sure you hit up our boy at Metric Mate And you know what I'm saying, this has been My Homeboy's Podcast Hey man, shout out to Morehouse College Yes sir And we out baby.